For the first time since the 2008 season, the Eagles are one win away from reaching the Super Bowl. This time, the team hosts the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday evening at Lincoln Financial Field in the NFC Championship game. And boy, oh boy, is the city awash in Eagles Midnight Green. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Eagles Live Podcast. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro, and during the length of this podcast, we're going to try to make some sense of a matchup of the number one seed, the Eagles, and the number two seed, the Minnesota Vikings in the NFC playoffs. There isn't that much that separates these two very similar teams. Both have backup quarterbacks at the helm. Both are very good at the line of scrimmage. Both have powerhouse defenses, and both teams won 13 games in the regular season and then captured emotional victories last week to reach this point. Let's begin the podcast with our weekly exclusive one-on-one interview with head coach Doug Peterson with his team just one victory away from Super Bowl 52. Doug, time now for the NFC Championship game. What changes for you and for this football team? You know, that's the thing about it is you don't have to change. You know, you do what got you to this point. You just got to execute the game plan in all three phases, eliminate the mistakes, eliminate some of the penalties and turnovers and some of the things that get you beat, and uh, just go out and do your job. Nick Foles, after so much scrutiny, conversation about him, went out and had a fine game on Saturday. Your thoughts on him as he enters this very big moment? He's the guy we went out in the offseason and got, and, and obviously for moments like this, and a veteran player, and, you know, he's gotten better each week and now that he's had a month with our guys and, and really had a couple good weeks of practice the last couple of weeks and preparing for this game you know got a lot of confidence in Nick obviously and he did a nice job you know not only managing the game plan but making some plays for us and that's what we ask him to do and you know we just keep kind of loading up his plate a little bit and giving him more and more every week and letting him go play. What stands out about the Vikings? It's good defense good offense obviously special teams are very good they're playing at a high level coming off of an emotional exciting victory the other day against the Saints and defensively it's the same group of guys we played a year ago but again they're playing with a lot of confidence and so it's going to take a full 60 minute game offensively defensively we just got to put pressure on the quarterback it starts with that defensive line that we have and controlling the line of scrimmage which we try to do every single week and you know in the special teams we just got to continue to improve and you know again stay in our lane be disciplined you know uh, we can't let that returner out because he's dynamic he can hurt you so 60 minute football game coming up thanks Chuck. thank you Quarterback Nick Foles stepped up last week against the Falcons, completing 23 of 30 passes and keeping the Eagles in front of the sticks as they converted 6 of 13 first downs. The Eagles coughed up the ball once on a JGIE fumble and another time on a muffed punt, and they know they can ill afford mistakes of that magnitude on Sunday against a team that allows an NFL low 25% conversion rate on third down. Foles talked about the Minnesota defense and the importance of conversion when opportunities are there for the offense when he met the media this week. I think the big thing with them, they've been together for a while. They play fast. You don't see them bust coverages. They communicate back and forth really well, and they're on the same page. And it's hard to key in on one thing or the other. First off, they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of talented guys, whether it's the corners, the secondary, the D-line, linebackers. There's a lot of speed. So I've been really impressed with watching them on tape. And the communication, like watching them on film, when they communicate, when they check, when teams are doing different formations and different shifts, you can tell that they have a really good game plan for that moment. They do a great job of film study. You can tell about what coverages they run at specific times. And the key to at anything is they play fast. They're not thinking, they're reacting. They're a reactionary defense. So the second the ball is completed, guys are shooting to it and making tackles really quick. They do a really good job of limiting yak yards. And in third down, sometimes you have to check it down and get those yak yards. So they do a really good job of rallying and stopping them before they get the first down. Foles, as much as anyone, knows how up and down this game can be, so his intention is to finish strong on Sunday. 
I mean, it's been a crazy journey. We're blessed to be in this game. It's been a wild ride this season. We've had so many things go on, so many guys step up, so many injuries. The guys who are injured or have done an amazing job of staying around the building and being a huge part of the heartbeat of this team. That's sort of the DNA here, and we've talked about it over and over again. So I really focus on that. When you step on the field, we're always playing for each other. That's our strength as a team is we're playing for the guy next to us, playing for the guys who got injured, playing for the city. So you're not playing just for yourself. I mean, part of you got to play for yourself. You got to have that heart, but our strength comes from each other. Tight end Zach Ertz figures to be a key target in the passing game on Sunday night after catching three passes for 32 of Foles, 246 passing yards against the Falcons. And the pro bowler knows the offense must be better. But this is the playoffs, and anything goes, it is a special time for everyone, as Ertz says. Oh, it's crazy, especially when you're home games. Last week was, that environment was the best environment I've ever been in. It was the most fun that second half when we were kind of inching and inching closer to winning. The stadium just kept getting louder and louder. When they had the ball first and goal from the nine, I've never heard the stadium louder. It was a blast to be a part of. That's why I think everyone in this building is honored to play football in the city. It's a lot of fun and something that we never take for granted. Join the inaugural Eagles Autism Challenge, a cycling run-walk event to fund autism research. It's a day for the entire region to become a team. Have fun and together advance autism research. For more info, visit eaglesautismchallenge.org. A newcomer to the playoff picture, offensive guard Stefan Wisniewski last week had a great time in the win over Atlanta. Now he's a postseason veteran, and he's every bit as excited to face Minnesota in the NFC Championship game. A little one-on-one time with left guard Stefan Wisniewski. I'd first like to go back to Saturday, and I know it was your first playoff experience, and with some retrospect, what was the experience like? It was awesome. One of the funnest games I've been a part of. Being in the playoffs is cool, but getting to win and win at home in front of that awesome crowd, it was a blast, and really just want to do everything I can, and, and we can as a team this week to make sure we do it again. They talk about a difference between regular season and the postseason. What is the difference that you've seen? The difference is you lose, you go home. But other than that, it's, it's just football, you know? They got 11 guys over there. We all got to pay attention to detail, play hard, be physical, and execute well and, and try to win. What do you see from Minnesota and that front? It's a very good front. Good front seven. They play the run well. A lot of strong guys. Very sound, disciplined defense. We're going to have to work hard to, to open some holes for our great backs. Wiz, this is obviously a different kind of week. You know, a lot of media here, a lot of potential distractions. What do you do to block all that stuff out? I just focus on everything I can control. Try to keep the TV off, keep the phone off, and just do everything I can do to get better. Relax when I get home. Try to treat it like a regular week and just keep doing what we've been doing all season. So you keep your phone off and then you look at the phone at the end of the week and there's like six million messages for you? Yeah, I'll just take a little longer than usual get back to people probably. The way the crowd responded, I know you mentioned it earlier, what was it like on the sidelines? I mean, that atmosphere was electric. The crowd was great, especially once we were rolling, scoring some points, had the lead, you know, late in the game. You could tell the crowd was feeling it, that a win was close. Just an awesome experience. Wiz, did you find that it took you a minute to just kind of regulate yourself, your energy level when the game started, or were you just right in the flow right away? No, I felt pretty good, you know, prepared like I did for mostly a normal game, tried to treat it like that, and I think that plan worked well. What do the Vikings do so well? You mentioned some of the broad things, but from just a tactical standpoint, what do they do so well up front? They use their hands well, some big, strong guys. Their linebackers do a good job of reading things, making tackles, getting off blocks. Those are probably their strengths. What will it mean to you to win this game? It mean a lot. I mean, I've always been watching the Super Bowl since I was a little kid and always wanted to be in it. Winning a Super Bowl is, is the greatest achievement any football player can have. So step one's get there and worry about winning it when we get there. 
Want to get a true feeling of just how business-like the Eagles have been this week? I spoke with Pro Bowl right guard Brandon Brooks briefly, hoping to get a real sense of the excitement on the team after winning last week. After all, so much media here, so much hype, so much attention. It's got to be exciting, right? Well, it wasn't quite what I expected. Brandon, how's it feel to be preparing for the NFC Championship game? Feels good, but that's not the end goal. The end goal is to, you know, win it all. So preparation this week, like it was last week, you know, like it is, you know, any other game. Saturday's game, such an emotional game. Was it good to have the early game and have a day to kind of just decompress? I mean, yeah, but I mean, it didn't really matter when we played, man. We were fired up and excited. Whether it had been the early one or the late game, the intensity and the way we brought it and the way we played, it wouldn't matter what time. What do you know early this week about the Vikings front? Front seven, you know, obviously Griffin on one side, Hunter on the other, Limbaugh, Joseph. Side, who's you know been playing a long time, works his hands well. Kendrick's brother, and then uh, Anthony Barr. You know, both great athletes, great instincts. You know, young aggressive players. They didn't matter to me who it was. I'm just looking forward to you know another opportunity to, to try and get a ring. So it didn't matter. On the defensive side of the ball, the Eagles are preparing for quarterback Case Keenum, who, like Foles, stepped in with Minnesota's offense during the season. Keenan has been sensational in guiding the Vikings to this point. There is some familiarity with Keenum on the Eagles roster from his time with the St. Louis Rams. Safety Rodney McLeod, a former teammate, recalls Keenum and said he isn't surprised to see the mobile quarterback playing so well. He's won in this league, and he's in the league for a reason. And, and now he's been given the opportunity, and he's making the most of it. I think it helps out a lot when you have a quarterback that's mobile that can uh, escape the pressure, get outside, and the receivers seem to do a good job at adjusting and knowing his skill sets. And that's why they're good, man. He's not turning the ball over, making the right throws. We just got to do a good job up front, containing them, keeping them in the pocket. Obviously, you know, he's a shorter stature guy, so try to get some pressure on him and do our job in the back end, uh, knowing that we're going to have to pass our guys for a little bit longer this week. You know, a lot different than last week. Matt Ryan was able to escape a little bit, but Case has a little more uh, ability and skill set. Keenum has some big-time weapons to throw to, starting with Pro Bowl receiver Adam Thielen, a third-down machine, and big playmaker Stevon Diggs, who won the game against New Orleans for the Vikings with that last play, Minnesota Miracle, on Sunday. Defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz faces another key challenge with the Vikings passing game, and he talks about the Minnesota offense here, starting with the quarterback, Case Keenum. He's played outstanding at the quarterback position. They got a lot of good players around there, too. They've run the ball really well. They're a little bit. I made a big deal last week about if you combine the running back totals, that would be an all-pro player. These guys aren't that far off of it, and they lost their potentially best running back in Dalvin Cook early in the season. I think they've done a good job on first and second down. That's taken them to third. Thielen took a big jump to being a Pro Bowl player. You know, Diggs, Rudolph, they roll about five deep at wide receiver. All those guys have a role. And the quarterback is a smart veteran player, knows where to go with the ball, hasn't made a lot of mistakes. Okay, now we're going to move away from the coaching staff and the locker room and get some outside perspectives on what may happen on Sunday night. First up, ESPN's Sal Palantonio and his thoughts on this NFC Championship game tussle. ESPN Sal Palantonio, you've been here all week. You've covered the Eagles all season. Improbable ride. What do you think on Sunday? I think the Falcons had trouble scoring against the Eagles. I think the Vikings will have more trouble scoring against the Eagles. I really like what I see from the Eagles' defense. I think the communication is terrific. I think Jim Schwartz has got a good design. I like the way he picked up the blitz in the second half. Play a little okey-doke with Matt Ryan. You look at what happened this year, David. Jim Schwartz against inexperienced quarterbacks has not been a fair fight. 
fight. And then on the other side, how will the Eagles score against Minnesota? You know, the Minnesota Vikings defense is legit, but all I have to do is make a couple of plays here and there. I really like the way Doug Peterson sprinkled in some read option for Nick Foles. Nick Foles is a basketball player in college and high school. He's got natural ball distribution skills and good hands. So I think that offense really suits him. He's able to make quick decisions with the football, and that showed. And then they play actioned off of it, got the ball out of his hands quickly. He had one single read, get the ball to the open receiver. And I think that Doug had a really good design, especially in the second half for Nick Foles. And I thought that the confidence of the team really fed off Nick Foles' ability to build his own confidence. You and I sat and spoke before the game, and we thought it would be a low-scoring game and wondered how the Eagles would score against Atlanta. So clearly, what Doug did and the coaching staff did in terms of game plan was impressive to you. Enough that you're speaking with confidence about this week. Yeah, I got a lot of confidence. I have a lot more confidence since last week. I mean, I think this week, again, the Vikings are a dome team. It's going to be night. They're going to be rowdy. going to be crazy. I think they're going to win the game. I do. Thanks, so. Former Eagles Mike Quick and Brian Westbrook have been kind enough to join us for the Eagles Live podcast throughout the years, and we look to them for more insight on what to expect against the Vikings. Let's hear first from Quick, who has the bird's eye view from the radio booth. Well, Mike, the stakes are just as high. How much fun, first of all, are you having? Sounds like you and Merrill had a blast in the booth on Saturday. Yep, and here we go again. It's crazy how this season has unfolded. And really coming into the season, I didn't have many expectations. But you get to this point and you get an extra week and now there's another extra week. So, Dave, we're in a great position here. And, you know, it's been a long time. It's been 13 years since this team has been in this position. You just got to seize the moment. You got to first enjoy every step of this journey and seize the moment. About Saturday open booth that you guys have. Was the crowd as loud as you've ever heard it? I have done every game since the link opened for the Philadelphia Eagles as a broadcaster. I don't think I've ever witnessed a crowd louder than it was Saturday night. All right, let's talk about the Vikings and a very complete team, 13-3 regular season, win over the Saints on Sunday. I mean, how are the Eagles going to beat this football team? I think they have to be real smart. Smart in their play calling, smart in their assignments, understanding that the Vikings are a really good team. You look at their defensive side, they are very effective when they blitz. A big key is going to be Vitae offensive line. I say Vitae first, but the entire offensive line and making sure that they first identify who's coming, where the pressure's coming from, and keeping the pocket clean for Nick Foles, because that's going to be the key. Nick stepped up. He's going to see a lot of different packages, a lot of exotic packages, great coverage on the back end. Can he get the ball downfield against this defense? It's going to be hard to get the ball downfield. And I like the idea of starting off the game, as Doug did last week, throwing the ball down the field. I think you have to at least have the other side understand that you will go down the field. When you look at the cornerbacks in Minnesota, they're excellent guys. Again, back-to-back weeks of cornerbacks that I think are among the best in the league. you got to at least challenge them, but you want to have your screen game working. You want to have the window dressing and your misdirection working because that's what works against a fast-flowing defense. Mike, I think Jim Schwartz proved himself again on Saturday. This one is a bit different. Two really good receivers on the outside. Weather not expected to be as biting miserably cold. So in theory, Minnesota's got a chance to really make some plays. Of course they do. There's a reason why Minnesota is now playing in the conference championship game. That's a good football team. But coming to Philadelphia and trying to leave here with the win is a very daunting task for any team in the National Football League. 
The Eagles' defense will get after Case Keenan and make life uncomfortable for him. You think the Eagles win this game? I think the Eagles win the game. But they can't turn the ball over. I think the most important thing going into this game is ball security. Making sure that if you got to turn the ball over to the other side, it's a punt. It's Donnie Jones that's punting the ball to the other side rather than giving them a short field. Case Keenum and Nick Foles. Nobody, right? Nobody thought that. No one could see this coming, and that's the beauty of this game of football, that you just can't predict it. We all think it's going to be a low-scoring game. It'll probably end up being 35-31. I don't see that at all. <laughs> I would see more 6-10, or one team getting two field goals and the other team maybe getting a field goal and a touchdown. Mike, thanks so much. You got it. I'm defensive end Brandon Graham of the Philadelphia Eagles, and you're listening to the Eagles Live podcast with Dave Spadero. He is being hit by second back at the 48. This time it is Brandon Graham. Now Westbrook, who remembers what it's like to be in this moment, one step away from the Super Bowl. This is the sixth NFC title game for the Eagles since the 2001 season, and in the previous five attempts, only once did the team break through. Can they win on Sunday night to improbably reach the Super Stage? Here is Eagles Hall of Famer, Brian Westbrook. All right, Brian, here we are. It's the NFC Championship game. You've been in this position. What are players thinking right now? You know, the most important thing that guys need to do, but it's certainly what they're thinking about, is I need to do, and I'm willing to do everything I can to make sure that we have a successful game. Is that film study? Yes. Is that being in meetings, asking questions? Yes. Is that on the field? Absolutely. These guys want to cross their T's, massages, stretches, all those types of things. They want to make sure that their mind and their body is absolutely ready for one of the biggest games that they've played all season. All right, let's talk about the offense first. How do the Eagles put up points against a very good Minnesota Vikings defense. You have to be efficient. I think you have to commit to the run, make sure that their defense plays it, and then you have to find some space on the outside. That means Alshon is going to have to create some space with his body. You may have to find some different type of plays to get Zach Ertz more involved, but it also have to find a way to get the ball to Nelson Aguilar, and that means Nick Foles has to have another efficient day. If he can do that, shorter passes certainly have been successful for him. They can find a way to move the ball against this defense. Offensively, Minnesota's strange. They came out against New Orleans last weekend, and they were dominant early, and then they couldn't get anything going. Case Keenum really looked shaky, got bailed out a bit there at the end. Your take on the Eagles' defense, the matchup against the Vikings' offense? Well, I love the fact that we're facing Case Keenum and not Drew Brees. Case Keenum can be rattled. He is a quarterback that if you get to him a couple times, and that's something that we pride ourselves in doing, that you can rattle him and he will give you an opportunity to catch the ball on the other side. And so it's important for us to start early never allow him and not allow him to get comfortable in that pocket. Make sure that he feels distressed all game long. If we can do that, we have a chance against them, especially in our defense. Brian, here we are. Crowd been nuts all week here in Philadelphia. The crowd's going to be on its feet. How does this game play out? Well, I think it's going to be a defensive battle. I think both offenses will struggle just a bit against the opposing defense. However, offensively, we have some more weapons. We have guys that can go and make a big play, and I think we find a way to get it done. I think there will be some hidden yards as far as the kicking game goes, and I do believe in Jake Elliott. He's a master of the long field goal. We're going to certainly need him this week. One win away from the Super Bowl. Can you believe it? One win away. After all the injuries, Jason Peters, Darren Sproles, uh, Hicks, all the guys that have been injured, certainly Carson Wentz, and this team still is right here. That's a big thing. It says a lot about the coaches, also says a lot about the guys in the locker room. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Let's wrap up the Eagles Live podcast with Merrill Reese, the voice of the Eagles, as he delivers yet another poignant Merrill Minutes. The Eagles are in the Super Bowl! The Eagles are in the Super Bowl! It's Day! They do it again! This game could be in a museum. 
The more I look at this game, the more I look at tapes of the Minnesota Vikings, the closer I believe these two teams are in talent. They are two very, very good teams. Frank Reich made a very important point this week at his media conference. He talked about the fact that they are, the Vikings are the best defense that the Eagles have faced this year. And he pointed out that they get pressure with their front four so they can cover with seven. And I think you can talk about the same with Jim Schwartz's defense. They do a lot of things. They have a lot of wrinkles, but basically they have four strong down linemen. Actually, they have six or seven that they can put in, but they can rush with four people, which gives them seven people to play coverage. On the offensive side of the ball, the Vikings are playing with a backup quarterback, but a backup quarterback who has played unbelievably well in Case Keenum. Nick Foles had his confidence grow. You could see it in the last game. You could see against Atlanta that as that game went on, his confidence became more and more part of his demeanor as he came to the line of scrimmage. You could see that he was very, very confident and the players responded. The big difference is the fact that this game is going to be played at Lincoln Financial Field and this crowd once again is going to be the 12th man. I look for a tremendous game. And that will do it for this Eagles Live podcast. Thanks to Brian Thomas and Richard Shu for their great work. And once again, thanks to all of you for tuning in. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro saying, have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly, Eagles, fly.